Welcome to the One Signal podcast, where we aim to help companies build meaningful and lasting relationships with their clients with our industry-leading customer messaging solution. Today, we'll be discussing why and how you should be using email as a critical piece of your company's omni-channel messaging strategy. Email is an incredible medium for messaging your users across their life cycle because of its widespread use, high ROI, visibility, scalability, and more. I'm Sasha Langholtz, a content creator here at OneSignal, and today I'm delighted to welcome our special guest, Kate Naruzzi. Kate comes to us from Cinch, the parent company of Mailgun, Mailjet, and Email on Acid, which empowers companies like DHL, Wikipedia, Toast, Lyft, and Microsoft to reach their customers through email throughout their lifecycle with its powerful email API, reliable cloud-native infrastructure, local expertise, and smart solutions. Kate is the VP of Email Deliverability and Product Strategy at Mailgun. With over 22 years of experience in the messaging space, Kate has worked for major ISPs and ESPs and is an active voice in deliverability, email marketing, and the anti-spam community. She's spoken at global conferences, hosted roundtables, and published blog posts on the topic. She's even the co-founder of Email Geeks SF, a community where email marketers, designers, and developers meet to collaborate in the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome, Kate. To get started, why don't you tell me a bit about how you ended up working in email? Hi, Sasha. Thank you so much for having me. That is actually a very interesting question. My journey coming to the email world was was an interesting one. Uh, It was early 2000. I came to the U.S. in late 90s. And um, the only way uh, that I could communicate with my family and friends across the globe was by writing um, the actual mail, going to the post office. And each day that I was coming back from school, I would go check the mailbox to see if there was a letter from my mom or my friends. When email came along, I think my first email, I sent my first email in 1998. My first email address was a Hotmail email. To me, it was so amazing that with a click of a button, you could share news, you could share pictures with people across the globe in the matter of seconds. Whereas with the traditional mail, you had to wait for weeks in order to hear from your loved ones. I didn't have access, although I had an email address, I did not have an access to a computer. So I couldn't use email on a daily basis until later in the 90s. Um, Beginning of the 2000s, I was so fascinated by a company called America Online AOL. So I'm not sure if you have heard of them. They were a big name, um, the major ISV back in the early 2000s. And the biggest provider for emails, uh, personal emails, majority, over 90% of the personal emails were hosted on AOL uh, network. I started working at the AOL anti-spam operation as a data analyst, uh, working uh, to stop the spammers coming to our network at AOL. And then since then, I have been in love with this fascinating protocol that connects people around the globe in the matter of seconds. That's awesome. I'm so inspired by your your passion for email as a channel and your years of experience. So I'm super excited to get into it with you today. So a lot of our customers are mobile first. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just really curious to know, like, 
from your years of experience in the space, why would you recommend that mobile-first companies adopt email? Uh, what advantages can it provide? So I'm a huge believer in multi-channel. So if for any successful brand, you need to utilize one of the communication channels one way or another. For some of the brands, it makes sense to utilize mobile more. But I cannot think of a brand that can survive with only one communication channel, like only with email, only surviving on mobile. It's a combination of all different channels that also gives a good feedback to the brand itself. You can see how consumers are coming and going and interacting with your brand through different channels, which channel brings the most ROI to your business. So I'm a huge advocate for multi-channel approach in marketing and email compared to the other medium brings the highest ROI for every dollar spent. The return of investment on email is $40. So I cannot think of any other channel that has the highest ROI. Um, so email compared to the other mediums is reasonably priced and it is a crucial channel for transactional traffic. For example, if you buy your flight uh, ticket online on a United mobile app, the first thing you do is what? Go to your email and see if you can see the confirmation email, if you can see your seat assignment, even though you are sure that you have completed the purchase online. So I believe all of the brands should utilize different communication channels of one way or another. Again, they may give it more focus to one channel, but it's a combination of all. Great. Thank you. And another thing that I was thinking about and that we talk about sometimes at One Signal is the space factor. Like among other channels, the email just gives you so much more space for creativity and to, to write an extended message. Absolutely. Yes. Like the amount of time that people spend on, let's say, on social is very limited. But on email, usually people may spend more time. You can put more information and you can always reference it back. Like imagine if you are browsing this stuff on your phone, on your Facebook or Instagram app, things disappear, they go. But if you have something in email, if something information caught your attention, you can always go back to it. You can go to your Gmail and look for the keywords. And here it is. You can go back to it. This is something that may not be a possibility with other channels. Yeah, I think the travel example is a really key one. As a consumer, it just really sticks with you because... I don't know. I just have so many memories of being in line and just anxiously checking for that boarding pass, that confirmation. Be like, I hope I'm in the right place. I have the barcode. Like, my email has all the answers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of just touched the tip of the iceberg around what role email can play among other channels in the mix. But what would you say are the main differences between email? and let's say SMS or push? So each of these timing and the content makes a huge difference on what and when use which one. So imagine that your flight is delayed. Um, this actually happened to me. I was delayed in uh, Seattle airport for many hours. 
after like four or five hours, I was logging into my laptop. I was checking email, keep getting push notification about the flight delay, which was perfect. The airline was sending me push notification saying, okay, the flight is now 20 minutes more delayed or the incoming flight is the updates regarding the incoming flights. Something that was very actually a lesson learned for marketers was during the whole thing, I received an email from this airline regarding promotional email for the trips to Hawaii. I was already frustrated with that, with, with so many hours that we were sitting with two kids in Seattle airport. The last thing I wanted to do is to take advantage of, even if it was half off, which wasn't, it was probably 20% off, to book another trip with a family with this specific airline with the delays. So it is very, very important to be aware that is the biggest uh, value in paying attention to the end user's behavior through different channels. If there's a flight delay, you should not be sending promotional emails at that time. Or no one wants promotional emails via text, via SMS, unless, unless if there is a huge price drop. For example, I was looking for a really nice jacket on Bloomingsdale website, and it was too expensive, and I kept going to see if it was on sale or not. And when the price dropped during the Black Friday, I received a text that something that it is in your cart, shopping cart, is now 40% off. I love that. I was so happy this was not communicated to me by email and by text because there was a limited number of, let's say, size two. And I quickly jumped on my laptop, purchased that jacket that I wanted to. So again, it really depends on what message you are trying to deliver. People usually do not want to receive text messages for non-important matters because it is disruptive. You are in a meeting and your phone lights up or it beeps. You are expecting something important. If you look at it and it says 20% off of something, it already created distraction. It will play a negative role in how the brand is being uh, recognized by the end user. So it is extremely important how to use each channel and um, what would be the message. Totally. Yeah. The customer journey seems like, I don't know, it should be at the forefront of everyone's thoughts in, in designing these multi-channel flows. So we have covered... Some of the key benefits that email can provide, we have like the high ROI, we have more space for communication. Are there any other benefits that mobile-first companies can expect from email? Right. So a good example could be a password reset. If you are, let's say, in a different country, let's say you are in Germany, you want to get an Uber you have a new IP, new region, the app might have logged you out, you're going to reset it, and they keep saying, oh, we have sent you a reset password. Where would they send a notification to reset your password, your email? So for password reset, for a lot of financial matters, I do not, I still to this date, I do not do any online banking on my phone. I do not have my banks. Yeah, I do not have my banks app. I just don't given my, um, I go to the public places, I may connect to the Wi-Fi's. 
I just don't know, given I, I have an anti-spam background, I just don't trust my money with uh, like accessing anything on my, um, regarding my bank accounts on my phone app. So for me, it is very, very important to receive all of the statements, all of my bank statements through email or like a notification, anything that it is related that has sensitive uh, financial information or personal information, I would rather have it via email rather than having it accessed over my like phone. If someone is using my, and this has actually happened, my credit card was used in a state that I have never been, my bank sent me an SMS notification. Are you currently in Ohio? Because we saw a transaction six hours ago from you in a different location. And now it just is confirmed. I would love to receive that via SMS because someone was using my credit card information in a different state and my bank blocked it. But do I want my bank to send uh, monthly statements via text message? No, that definitely email is a more secure and something that I can go back and take a look myself and I need it. That totally makes sense. It's, it's almost irreplaceable in that sense. But um, for like any kind of really serious medical or financial record, there's really no other channel you would want to receive that information on. I definitely don't want to push notification with my lab results. That would kind of be scary. (laughs) Someone could see it. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Are there any other use cases that you think really exemplify email uh, for mobile apps other than the financial services and travel industry examples? Uh, The majority of like the different shops such as Macy's, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, all of these brands kind of uh, retails, they can, and they are, the successful ones are utilizing all different channels at the same time, they are even using social. I see, for example, Nordstrom is doing a fantastic job with their social advertisements. Um, so it is the combination of different channels, SMS, social, email. During, I don't know if you have paid uh, attention during the uh, last couple of weeks during the Cyber Monday and Black Friday. By the way, Black Friday this year uh, was by far, we have seen the most highest uh, traffic volume for email uh, compared to the previous years because a lot of people, even though the pandemic is almost like manageable, it's not at its peak anymore, people still stayed home, some people not all, stayed home and did online shopping. The entire pandemic changed people's lives in a way that a lot of things are happening online, like grocery shopping, for example. Grocery shopping is not something that I look forward to on a Sunday. And during pandemic, I started doing online grocery shopping. But even though that we can go to the grocery shopping, um, like wearing a mask or so forth, I just, I'm being lazy. It's, it's more convenient just to stay home with a click of a button, have your groceries, even like meat, fresh produce be delivered um, to your home. So moving forward, it seems that the new normal is different than what it was. And due to this, 
a lot of things are happening more online, more on our phones. Like we are ordering food. Uh, before the pandemic, I had no food delivery. I was not using Uber Eats or DoorDash or Postmates. But now I'm using all of them. I have all of those apps. It's convenient. It is faster. And it is a new board now that we are all adopting and moving forward. So how to be successful for brands to recognize how to be successful in this new world, utilizing SMS, utilizing email, which is um, the CPM rates are coming down significantly. The more you send, the less CPM that you are paying for email. It is just important to find the right frequency and do not over-message. Again, one of the most common mistakes that I am seeing from different brands is uh, when they see, oh, we are using email, it brings, it is our sales are doubling or tripling. They kind of get overexcited and over-message their end user. And that can backfire. So my only advice is, yes, email is great. Definitely use it um, alongside our, your mobile and social strategy. But be mindful, there is a person sitting behind an email address. And given we are already spending so many extra hours compared to before by our computers, the more is less. Do not over-message. Be very, very precise. Uh, Customize your emails. Personalize them. You know how people are interacting with your brand. You know based on their previous history what size they wear, what color they prefer, or the, which routes they travel more. You can customize your marketing uh, emails based on their preference to have a successful marketing strategy. Yeah, those are all very good points. And I know um, just going back to what you said about the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, just the whole holiday shopping ecosystem this year, consumers are expecting a more and more customized, Mm -hmm. seamless, efficient Mm -hmm. end-to-end experience with these brands. And it's really a lot lot to measure up to, especially with big players in the space like Amazon, you know, these really granular food apps, like with these highly customized experiences. So I think it's definitely important for smaller companies to start thinking about these things and, and being able to deliver that that type of experience. Exactly. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you would add kind of parting notes or thoughts? Sure. I think at the end, I would like to kind of emphasize on finding the right time to send the right message is really, really critical. So there are so many different marketing strategies such as send time optimization, or making sure that you pay attention to the user engagement. If you think about those and um, pay attention to those signals that you are receiving from the end user, you can establish a very successful marketing campaign. It could be email marketing, it could be online marketing, which like the opportunities are absolutely endless. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of your thoughts. I'm excited to see what's coming uh, in the future of email as we move into this new calendar year. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed chatting with you. And I look forward to having more collaboration and more podcasts with you in future. 
Likewise, you're always welcome on any of my podcast episodes. <laughs> so much, Sasha. All right, thank you. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe to the One Signal podcast in your preferred podcast directory, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, or wherever else you may be listening. Have a great day and thank you all. Bye.